Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. idea. This is something you have to bur- really burn into your, your head, especially you coaches out there, okay? This is coming from working with the law, but obviously it comes from the New Testament also. He says, Jesus gave his substance away where it would do the most good. He fed the, he, he fed the multitude because they were seeking good, not because they were begging for food. Nowhere do we find him giving as much as a thought to anyone except those who desired to improve and grow. He cautioned others about unwise giving. He, He said, do not throw your pearls before swine lest they trample them under their feet and turn and rend you. He meant simply, do not give your substance to anyone who cannot appreciate it or improve with it. Okay? Why is this an important lesson? Because it has a lot to do with your self-esteem. The idea that some people give out of guilt and shame is a very real thing. And I see so many problems with this, uh, with people of all different kinds of business. They, they think that they're going to help everybody, that they can help everybody, and it's coming from a deep hole in their own heart. And the idea is that you're working to find the people that really do not only want, not not only need what you have to offer, but they want the the change. They want the benefit of what you have to offer in life. They will demonstrate that by their willingness to do what it takes in order to get the result, including pay you what you ask. There's a story in the Bible about a family who had a father who was sick and dying. The father's sick and dying. Christ is in a little town, I guess, and he's in a little hut with some family, and he's doing some healing work. And if you read the story, it says the multitudes gathered outside of this hut that he was in. There's literally thousands of people that have gathered outside with the idea that if they could just touch the hem of his garment, that they would be healed. So this family shows up with the sick father, and they can't, they're trying to get in, they can't, there's just too many people. They literally climb up on the roof, tear a hole in the roof, and lower the the father in before Christ. And he was the, according to the story, he was the only one that got healed that day of the people that were out there. Why? Because they wanted it bad enough. Everybody else just stood out there waiting for the healing to come to them. They went to the healing. They did not see the multitude of people as an obstacle. They found a way in. Now think about that story. Like, does that not really break the the traditional rules of what is polite and how you conduct business and how you treat others and don't don't uh, uh, cut in line, right? Had they waited, the father would have died. 
What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? I'm still getting messages from some people are waiting for certain feelings that they're experiencing to go away. They're not going to go away. I hear people struggling with doubt or uncertainty or maybe a little depression, a little be feeling down. The way to change it is to do the thing that you're going after. That is life. That is life. As you pursue, you grow. As you pursue, you enter into the spirit of it. As you pursue, you get excited. But you also have to pursue the right thing and not get caught up in trying to change the wrong thing. When I was in, uh, uh, back in the 90s, when I was in a multi-level marketing company, they used to do this thing to try to wake people up to this idea. And it was, it, I thought it was really effective. And the first time it happened to me, uh, I was sitting at my sponsor's house and uh, it, was, it was, there were a few people there, I don't, not a lot, just a few people. And they brought this person in who was very high up in the, in, the, in the distributors, like person really one of the top of the legs. And they handed me a fresh deck of playing cards. It was still in the cellophane. And he said, would you open those cards? I said, sure. So I opened the cards. He said, take them out of the package. So I took them out of the package. He said, now I want you to go through those cards and find all the aces that are in the cards. So, you know, I'm going through the cards, ace, you know, a few more cards, ace, keep going through it, through it, through it, through it, another ace, keep going through it, through it, through it, finally find the fourth ace. And he said, how many aces are in that deck? I said, four. He says, if I were to get you another deck of cards, how many aces would be in that one? I said, four. He said, is there anything that you could do? He says, pick up the rest of the cards. And I picked it up. He said, find a, find a king, find a queen, find a jack, and find a deuce. So I'm going through it. And I find a king, a queen, a jack, a deuce. He said, is there any way to turn those into an ace? I said, no. He said, so there's four aces in a deck. An ace is an ace, a deuce is a deuce, a jack is a jack, a king is a king, a queen is a queen, but they'll never be an ace. He said, you have to find the aces in your business and you have to go through all the lower cards to find them, but stop trying to turn a lower card into an ace. It's like the, uh, the corporate rule. A B player is a B player. They're never going to be an A player. An A player is an A, an a player. Stop trying to turn a B player into an A player. That's where the growth comes in, though, doesn't it? Right? Because that means we have to go out and do the thing that's uncomfortable for us to do. We have to go find the other person. It'd be easier if we could just turn everybody into aces, but we can't. So you have to find the people that are already aces. Like if you're a coach, you're looking for a person who's an ace. They just don't know they're an ace yet. But they demonstrate that by behavior. They will pay you. They will show up to your meetings, your calls, your seminars, whatever. They will use your product. They will use your service. They play the, their own part 
in the winning of their desire. And it doesn't matter what you sell. You have to really think about that. It doesn't matter what business you're in either because when you're going after the proper client for your business, it makes your business fun. You get to work with people that appreciate what you have to offer. If you're going after people, you know, the old saying is if you have to drag them in, you have to drag them around. If you're going after people that, that don't show up that way as an ace, they make your job and your business very difficult. They're the ones that complain all the time. They're the ones that find everything wrong. They're the ones that are never satisfied. They're the ones that need the most hand-holding. I mean, you could absolutely love what you do, but if you're doing it with somebody who's really a pain in the butt, it makes your job miserable. So why would we go after somebody like that, somebody that's not an ace? Because we're coming from scarcity thinking. Another thing is, is that you could be coming from a place where you don't think you deserve somebody of a higher caliber. The answer to fixing that problem, though, is personal growth. Every time, it's personal growth. Same thing with, with uh, team members in your companies. You want to find the best person you can for the job that needs to be done and somebody who wants to be there and do that job, that they don't need the hand-holding. They need the direction. They need the vision. You have to do that. But they're going to do whatever they can to do the very best job within the scope of, of, of what they do the best that they can. They find solutions to problems. They don't wait for you to tell them that there's a problem. That's what we're looking for. So then you have to ask yourself, well, am I that person? Am I being that person? Or am I looking for somebody else to solve my problem? Again, it all comes back down to personal growth. Are you being that person every day? And it's not magic, it's not superstition. It's a choice every morning. It's, a, it's just a choice. It's a choice to stay focused. It's a choice to ask the person to buy. It's a choice to pick up the phone. It's also a choice not to. And then when we make the choice not to, we create more problems, and then we spend all kinds of time trying to fix those problems. And we get mired down in those issues. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.